0: This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Apparently our old pal Frankie Palmieri was on another podcast talking about Rob again. Rob, are you paying him for all this publicity? Can you really not find a better way to spend your Soros checks? I know a robot announcer who could use a new motherboard. Hook the robo up, my dude. The Metal Injection Livecast starts. Now...
1: I will hook you up, Chuck, with uh, Frankie Palmieri. How about that? Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. We'll talk about Frankie in just a little bit. Thank you for tuning in. As always, it's Rob, here with Darren, Sid, and Noah. Not and uh, there. Another, another exciting edition of the show. Welcome, 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 welcome. We're still in quarantine. We're still doing our video episodes. And if you want access to all of our video episodes, you can join, you can do that by hitting up our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Injection Livecast. For $5 a month, you get many perks. You get at least one bonus episode a month. You get uh, you get video access to the weekly livecast episodes. And uh, we've been doing some really fun things. Like this past weekend, we did a Patreon, Patreon Zoom Chat hangout where the four of us hung out with some of our listeners and viewers, and it was great to see some of you. Uh, we saw Jeremy in there, awful to see. Leroy, uh, I saw Hugo and I I thought I smoked too much, and then I saw how much Hugo was smoking, and I was like, I don't smoke that much compared to Hugo. Uh, we saw Jander, who I affectionately refer to as a yonder. No, erroneously is the word you're looking for. (laughs) No, it's affectionate. Oh, okay it's affectionately erroneous uh
2: Uh,
1: and who else did we have am i forgetting anyone uh you said yeah you said gender
2: uh-huh about the video
1: you got me saying it uh oh yeah here goes nothing was there oh yes oh 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 yes so it was really fun we're gonna do it again uh next month sometime so that's something to look forward to and this month's bonus episode oh it was a tough one to sit through Danzig's Veronica we watched the whole movie and we did a live running commentary on zoom do you know how hard it is to be in your computer chair watching Danzig's directorial debut and not pass out we yes did know. <laughs> the four of us know and you can know by watching it we had a really fun time it came out really funny but the movie is terrible yeah All right uh, any Bye. other comments on our patreon well, like with anything else we do on this show, we take horrible, horrible content and make it into something enjoyable and funny. That's basically what we do. We're professionals. And uh, if you are watching live, and we are live every Tuesday, uh, 6.30 p.m. Eastern to 8 p.m. Pacific, around that time.
3: Wait, uh, I I give you a... 6.30 p.m. Eastern to 8 p.m. Pacific? Yeah, that's right.
2: That's That's the, so long we're so we're so traveling so. <laughs>
3: backwards in time.
1: <laughs>
2: time doesn't matter anymore. This is what I was time saying before weird. the show. Uh, <laughs> time anymore.
1: Well, if you're listening live, you can be a part of the show by hitting us up 213-WIDE-NUT. That's 213-943-3688. That's the number. Uh, and uh, let's kick things off. You know, we've been talking about coronavirus and uh, its effect on the metal community. And uh, it's pretty wild to me. The last, last week we talked about uh, there was a great white show last week we discussed where there was no social distancing. This week there were two hard rock slash heavy metal shows with uh, one of which did not have any social distancing. And it's the one that yep. Noah's at right now, which is a docking <laughs> show at, like, I believe the, the venue was Dr. Pepper Park in Virginia. Uh, let me pull up this this story, but this Docking thing. Imagine you can risking see, your life to see Docking.
2: they not Noah, nobody here is wearing any masks,
1: like or you, as, as you aren't either. When you told me Noah that you were going to a Docking show, I thought it was D O C K I N apostrophe. Like I thought this was like a fetish show where people would be docking their penises together,
2: which mm, might be thought- more safe than this Docking show that I'm at.
3: 100%. For sure. Yeah. You so, have a face mask on while you're doing that. Yeah,
1: or a penis mask. <laughs> yeah. So this happened in Roanoke, Virginia, last Friday. And uh, Virginia has seen an uptick in cases. On July fifteenth, they had 1,084 new cases. Let's see how many uh, they have now. By the way, they compare the docking the docking show has an up dick in cases. I don't know if you heard about that. An uptick and an up dick? Yes, an updick. You have to have an up dick in order to uh in order to do docking, don't you? I mean it seems like Well, uh fair enough. <laughs> Yesterday it was <laughs> down to nine twenty-five cases, but the day before it was at a thousand seventy. So averaging okay. a thousand new cases a day in the whole state. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, it went down uh, because Dockin and their entire road crew left Virginia.
1: Uh, <laughs> Roanoke, Roanoke. the county of Roanoke has reported 600 cases total in the entire few months. So overall, I guess it wasn't super unsafe, but this footage blows my mind. Uh, because how do you show up to an event like this to see fucking Dockin and I don't know, let's just watch them. What other
3: options do they have? It's not like there's 18 concerts going on in fucking Roanoke, Virginia. I feel
1: like that statement, Rob, that you just made could have applied before the the COVID-19 pandemic. How do you show up (laughs) to a show to see Dawkins? Yeah, George Lynch isn't even playing with them. What's the point? (laughs) Well, here's... Go ahead. No,
2: I... Something
1: else, but yeah, here look at all of the. I couldn't believe what goes there. Maybe it's one person not wearing a mask, but no, it's everyone. Everyone is not wearing a mask. Boy, that audience is sure rocking out, huh? Like, listen to this. Oh my (laughs) god, this is worth risking your life.
2: (laughs) I was gonna say, is your internet lagging?
1: (laughs) No, Noah, his brain activity is lagging. (laughs) He literally only sounds good when the backing track kicks in.
3: Does he have COVID? Is that why his voice sounds like that? (laughs) For real?
1: Oh, he could. Well, for me, the craziest thing, too, is that one of the guys in the band, guitarist John Levin, did not show up for the show. Why? Because he's the caretaker for his 90-year-old father, and he was like, yeah, I'm not going to risk killing my dad for a fucking docket show.
3: <laughs> but I mean, uh, at 90, like, he could go tomorrow anyway. Like, go play your show. Well, if he goes tomorrow, then he'll go to do the next show, you know? <laughs> uh, Don Dockin, what's that? Who's filling in for him? Or did they just say nobody's going to notice that you're not here? It's fine. <laughs> no, the guitarist
1: of wing, uh, <laughs> White Snake and Winger guitarist, Reb Beach, filled in.
3: Oh, you, every word you just said was made up. Red Beach. <laughs> what is that? It, uh, Red that's Beach not a fan. Marvel villain or something? <laughs> <laughs> who Red
1: goes- no, da- who, what happens if Red Beach goes down? Robert Pazzabini? Like, who, <laughs> who, the who, uh, like, who are we left with here? Vinny Stigma? Who are we left with? Cinderella guitarist. There's plenty of hair bands around. So Dodd Dockett explained why the guitarist was in there. Uh, Reb is coming to fill in because John can't go on the road right now. He doesn't feel comfortable with the COVID because his father is 90 and he's the primary caregiver. He said, man, if I get COVID and give it to my dad, he'll die. Yeah, (laughs) that's how it works. And I said, I get it, John. I respect you and your father. Uh, God God bless his mother. (laughs) God bless his father. He only have a little bit of COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he he just, he, uh, Don Dockin says, I just told John, let's hope for the best. Let's hope this COVID thing gets better and they come out with a vaccine. Until then, if you don't feel comfortable getting on a plane, then don't. And then I he continued, <laughs> I'm taking a risk doing these shows. I know that, but what are you going to do? You're going to not do shows. Yeah. God. what are You, you just do? wait
2: a little. <laughs> what are you
1: going to do? Not spread a deadly virus to hundreds of thousands of people as you travel across the country? I mean, come on. My girlfriend makes me put the gloves on, the mask on, the spray. Wait, you have a girlfriend? We really spray around? our hands.
2: No, no, no! He's reading from the article. Oh, this, I is, Don it. this is Don Doakin. Don I'm
1: speaking us. as Don Dockin. Oh, then put on an accent. Wait, he wait, wait, wait! Don Doakin has a girlfriend. <laughs> he's saying that yes, he's saying his girlfriend makes him
2: put Her name gloves on. Is Dawn.
1: Dawn, Dawn Dawkin. Don
2: Dawkins. Don Dawkins
1: is what how they what they call Don Dawkins in Long Island. One <laughs> yeah. Dockin. I'm going to see Dawkin
2: at the Stone Pony. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Long Island, right? Jersey.
3: Asbury Park. Same, yeah, same thing. It's the chance. <laughs> the chance Long Island, is in Long, Island. Long, Long Island. Long Island West. The chance is in Poughkeepsie. Rob, come on.
1: Oh, well, Poughkeepsie is in Long Island. Oh, no, that's Westchester. <laughs> the yeah, It's all Long Island If it's not the five boroughs It's all Long Island Rob, it's in Wales, Australia <laughs> um, So Wait, wait, wait Oh, so this is the part I want to write my, my, He said Don Dawkin Don Dawkin says My son is a pilot And I talk to him He flies for JetBlue My son flies an A300 okay.
2: And also gets me discounts why do you feel the need to include that? Always
1: Uh, at their shows
3: with the blue chips.
2: Always.
1: Well, because he's talking. Oh, I I skipped ahead. He's talking about how he takes five or six flights in two days. So it's a pretty high risk. And now he's saying his son is a pilot. uh, And then he goes, he's too young to be a captain. He's only 33. Like, why do we need this information? But anyway.
2: Yeah, all of that. Like, why? He loves
1: his son. He can't help himself. Very proud of his boy. Is he Jewish by any chance? My son is going to be a pilot. He's not. Yeah, he's he's really Dokkenvich is really his point. (laughs) Dokkenstein. I I mean, do do I like that he goes around flying to, you know, all these different countries, doesn't call his father maybe once a week? Look, I'm not going to just be in one airport. I'm going to be in three or four (laughs) airports going to the Dokken shows. This is really uh, why I want him to be a pilot so that I can say airport more often. It's such a good thing. Well, move. I do want to say if his son is a pilot, I do believe that there is like a courtesy thing where your family gets to fly for free on X amount of flights. Mm.
2: So he, he already has that from getting-
1: he, AARP a- already. So he really <laughs> <laughs> so he, he says he asks his son, who's only 33, too young to be a captain, he says, What's going on with the flying? <laughs> <laughs> and the it- son said, Sorry, go I'm ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was like, Did he have a kid when he was 50? Like, how? He- how What's going on with only- the fly <laughs> And he says, And now he's saying that his son said, They're just going to try and space people out. But it's kind of a joke because he told me all the air in the airplane is just recirculated. They just send it to the scrubbers, to the engine filters, and they, they send it right back to the cockpit. So yeah, all that's this that's partially feet, true. 10 feet away, it's all kind of bullshit. Mm. But I just got to go out to work. I want to play. I want to play and kill. Play. Dun, 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 dun. He brought, yeah, you. he's definitely going to do some of the second thing. No, what were you going to say?
2: No, uh, uh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Oh no. Okay, so uh, I love. I love also going back into the comments a few days after. Because uh, there, there could be some gems. So, for example, somebody in there was like, I was there. They checked temperatures and enforced social distancing as much as they could. So they didn't because it did not look yeah. like anybody.
2: Yeah, because this picture that I stole off of metalinjection.net says otherwise.
1: I don't believe no, you. You, no. Don't, you don't use that site. I don't believe you. Uh, so it's so, if he goes... Uh, some people wore masks, too. It's a lot more squeezed together at a Walmart than it was at this concert. Okay, that's wrong, too. So what? What? Exactly. Now, here's the weird thing. So, it's a lot more squeezed together at the Walmart than at this concert. That tells me that Walmart is not taking shit seriously, and they need to be reprimanded, too. Right. That's no excuse, this whole thing of, like, you can go shopping, but you can't go to a comp. And it's like, some people need to chill. No. You need to chill, okay? I want to go to shows again. And doing stuff like this just makes it go longer because there's gonna be new cases and we can't and no one's gonna to want to go touring until this
3: over. Ah. But Dawkins already touring. What are you talking about? Go they're they're just playing this one show.
1: Oh, go. To be fair, that Walmart didn't let Dawkins in, but it wasn't social distancing. He just <laughs> he kept doing air microphone into the Swiffer mops. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they had to kick him out. He wouldn't stop. It would mean a while. So, I think we mentioned uh, Herd Immunity Fest previously yes. on the show in Wisconsin. So, they renamed it to the Mini Fest. Oh.
2: And um, why? Like, What's the correlation?
1: Well, there's less people there now because <laughs> they're all dead. No, the oh. correlation is uh, people thought it was very insensitive to call it Herd Immunity Fest. And one or two bands dropped off because of it. Yeah, and not just insensitive, but like like it's stupid, because it's like their whole point of saying that is like, all right, we're all gonna get together, and by virtue of being together, we're gonna form a herd immunity, and it's like almost like a fuck you to doctors. So it's like anti-scientific,
3: you know? Rob, could you tell us which bands dropped off? Because that's a very interesting decision for me. You're okay playing this festival during a fucking pandemic, it's the name of the festival that makes Hi. you change your mind. <laughs> the band <laughs> that's like I'm gonna say I trapped. For sh-
1: <laughs> Tra- trapped? Oh. It was not trapped. They were not on the special. Breaking Benjamin. Close. S- Stained. Aaron was Stained.
3: Power Man Five Thousand.
1: It was non-point. <laughs>
3: Is that really? the only one, or, or that's, I think there might have been one more, but I don't remember. Point. It was point and non-point. They both quit together.
1: <laughs> uh, well, the expo center where this was going on, the X and Z expo center. Uh, it's in Germany, catchy name. Yeah, it's in Wisconsin. So they share. They were like, uh, "Let me share my screen again." So, they. Oh, uh, oh, Q and Z, not X and Z. Oh, what? A, oh, sorry. Because Static X is up there. That's yeah. What do, so they share these photos of like, see, look, <laughs> they're social distancing. <laughs> this is from the festival. Okay. There's like 18. Can you imagine seeing Static X in a lawn chair?
3: Just sitting. In a,
2: it's oh like, oh my a, god, they getting I mean, so rather, many mosquito bites.
3: Yeah, I'd rather be in a lawn chair than have to stand and watch that awful band. Like. I mean, really.
1: And also, I love I love the passive-aggressive uh, media bashing here. Just a couple of pictures to share. Things are going great. People are being very respectful. Bet all the BS media won't be writing stories about this. Yeah, they won't week. because no one cares about this fest at all. Like, it's yeah. not because of the COVID thing. If anything, that's the only reason they would write about it. It's because your dumbasses are having a, a festival during this. Notice the social distancing, proving that live music can be done during times like these. Hell yeah, that's our show.
3: Fuck yeah, no masks,
1: baby. And then they all. uh,
3: Do we have any other shows coming up that we can promote? Wait,
1: can can you (laughs) go back to that photo you just passed of that green field? What was that? Oh, this was them saying how clean it is. Look at that to everyone who attended. No, that's uh, where they buried everybody that got sick during this concert. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gonna be a, a cemetery, yeah. It's like a potter's field of unmarked graves. <laughs> There's like, those pictures below it are just all the people that were digging during the, like in real time.
3: And then they just also jumped in.
1: Uh, we have a oh, caller, perhaps this is one of the people that attended Herd Immunity Fest. Caller, are you there? No, they're gone.
2: Oh. They just got oh, the COVID that's right. died. That's they died from coronavirus. 213-Widenut, <laughs> <laughs> <213 laughs>
1: no, that's the phone number. It's 213-943-3688. They used their last corona-inflicted breaths to dial 213-Widenut. It's admirable. Sad, but admirable. Yeah, I'll take it. The last thought was, wait, what is N? All right, where's the N on here? What's the? All right, all right. The U is an eight, I think. <laughs> who does this anymore awesome. with the letters <laughs> uh, one other thing I do want to mention on our weekly live gig Corona updates that I'm enjoying doing with you guys this is like a nice time capsule for, for future generations to oh, see yeah. the week to week on uh, how our shows are going to go but uh, there was an interview on the Bob Leftis, Leftis podcast Leftis? are you familiar with Bob Leftitz? I am not. Left Tits? Did you say Left Tits? Left Tits? I'm, I'm, or tits. I'm probably mispronouncing his last name. Look him up. Okay. Uh, Do you uh,
3: listen to him? Yeah, are you
2: a big fan uh,
1: of I used to read his column. He used to have a, a, a column. Okay, uh, so that's why
2: you don't know his last
1: well, name. I used to listen to him because he was uh, paired up with Cousin Brucey for a while. It was the Brucey and Left Tits show <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Super Hey, buddy! Hey. Hey, buddy. He's a very respected uh, music industry analyst, and he had one of the uh, former top agents at the William Morris Agency, which is essentially the top talent agency in the world. Uh, Basically, the Ari Gold character on that show, Entourage, was based on Ari Fleischer, who owns WME.
3: Ari Uh, Fleischer, isn't that the press secretary for George W. Bush? Yes,
1: yes. Or was it maybe? I'm sorry, a I think guy. you
3: mean Ari. Ari Manuel.
1: Ari Manuel. Yeah. You never you. know. A lot of I'm, these guys are I'm, getting I'm, into well, politics.
3: Well, Ari Manuel is Rahm Emanuel's brother. Yes, so that's, why yes that's why I'm like confusing them.
1: Yes, that's why I'm confusing And also, like, Steve Mnuchin, you know, that was a big yeah. Hollywood guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. They're, they're all Ari Manuel. You're right. Uh, uh, that's the guy. So, this is a really, really big Italian. agency. And Bob uh, uh, Left Hits had him on his show. And right away was like, so when are concerts going to be back? Like, what's, what's the deal? And he said that he, in his mind, now this is him totally, like, he's not talking from a position of authority. It's just his prediction is that shows... He's not a
2: scientist.
1: W- right. But that shows won't be back until even 2022. Like, right now, everyone's kind of banking on shows being back next summer. All the big tours, the Motley Crue tour, the Rammstein tour, all the Rage Against the Machine, they all just rescheduled to next summer. But there might be a chance that next summer we won't even be getting shows. To. And so I was listening to what he was talking about because I, I wanted to see, like, how did he come up with 2022? Like, what, what are the roadblocks, you know? So besides the obvious, which is the virus. Yeah, the and, dead like, bodies in the road, literally. Blocking. Yeah, like, like, forget about all that. Like, once you move past, like, let's say uh, it's getting better now, you know? Uh, The biggest roadblock for most promoters, and this is, like, this kind of, like, really, really, once I started thinking about it, kind of bummed me out, is insurance. Now, when you run a show, if you're a promoter, you have to have insurance. Uh, Like, if you're doing... Now, you know, if you're doing a small DIY show for a hundred people, you're not doing it. You know, you don't have have to do anything. You don't have to go by the rules. But if you're doing a legitimate venue, thousands of people, et cetera, et cetera, you need insurance. And right now, live event insurance companies have no offering of COVID insurance. It wasn't even a thing until four months ago. And so his prediction is that once these uh, insurance companies, start offering this insurance it'll be way too expensive and it'll just price most promoters out like the only people that will be able to afford to put on shows in a legitimate capacity will be these big conglomerates like live nation aeg that they could afford the insurance or they could probably just self-insure and when i say insurance it's like if somebody goes to the show and gets covid they could theoretically sue the venue or the promoter or whatever. It could
3: end up being very messy. But like, how do they prove that that's where they got it?
1: Well, they could say that they didn't leave their house for anything except for going to the show, so they have prove gotten it. It prove to prove Prove that show. you didn't leave your house. I mean, look, that's a whole different. Ba- but Robin's the point a is, the yeah, like you, can you hash this point, out right here. so well, you're going no, to No, the idea is that the there are there are risks that you are exposing yeah. yourself to as it's a promoter. It's the
2: reason why we can't go back into the office, Sid. I'm sure that your company is the same. Yeah.
3: But like could could the venue have people sign a waiver? There's that.
2: They don't have money to print out all those contracts to sign.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I feel like there's enough dumb like music fans that will sign that waiver and be like, "I don't care." I, I, man. At, the,
1: at this point I like seeing anytime I've been writing about like safety precautions or anything like that, I'm noticing so much more blowback from uh, commenters, and, and these people are just like ready to go. They don't need a mask. They don't like, for me, I remember two months ago, three months ago, I was like, when will I feel comfortable enough to go to a show? Mm-hmm. And you know, like, even if there isn't a, like the only, the minimal thing that there will need to be for me to really feel comfortable at a show is uh, rapid testing. Like, on-site, everybody has to get tested. And and also, I want to make clear, like, a temperature check is bullshit. That doesn't That's do great. anything. Like, like it's so weird to be like, oh, there were safety precautions. They did temperature checks at the front door. That's literally the least you can do. Literally. Like, that doesn't prove anything one way or the other. There's plenty of people who had COVID who had no rise in temperature. And they're spreading still. So. Yeah, it needs to be instant, like instant, like right there like you you get a prick in the finger, boom, something like that. I don't know, like swab up the nose, something. That's the only way. And and we're nowhere near that. We're nowhere it takes like 2 days to get a result. Mm-hmm.
2: What if they had it that you can like have your own like pod, like they they have a big enough space outside where you can have like your own like plastic pod and you can well- stand there and watch it. Was it like a month or two
3: ago we talked about those hazmat suits that that guy yeah. was? What did, are there any updates with that? Are those on the market? There's no yet? updates. Got to look at like we got to remind me during the
1: week to like check in with that guy to see. it well, was
2: a good story name. for that week.
1: Yeah. Um, and in uh, the UK, they're going to start doing uh, they're going to start doing indoor shows next month, and I don't even know if that's a good idea. It seems like uh, they're not ready yet. What's Neither their bar. numbers? How are they doing over there? Let's see. Let's see. I do know that they were, like, the third most deaths after U.S. and Brazil. I think it flattened, though. Right.
2: I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, the pandemic is still happening. Yeah. So you're still encouraging oh, people actually, to. Oh, they're,
1: uh, actually, they're doing really good. There's only, uh, like, uh, yesterday, there were 726 cases in the whole United Kingdom. It, new ones or a Total new cases total cases overall confirmed two hundred ninety-six thousand. okay but it's like you know that could most of those could have been from two months like they very much flattened their
3: curve you could see right. not us nope, nope, nope well do we know who the shows are in the uk next month no
1: it's just that there's nothing uh it's those just that they're gonna allow it are... okay yes exactly yeah, they're entering the final phase of lifting restrictions.
3: Don Dockin is calling his son to see if there's any JetBlue flights to England right now. I don't. They don't do international. A good book? God damn it! Sorry, I guess Don. they
1: do some internet. They oh, don't do okay. Europe though.
3: No, oh, sorry. They Don. do like
1: the Caribbean island. Um, I do think for sure that there will be touring in Europe way before there's touring in the in the U.S. or because like their response is so much further ahead of. What's going on here? And it it really bums me out. But you know what doesn't bum me out, folks? July twenty fifth this weekend marks the fortieth anniversary of ACDC's landmark album Back in Black. And as part of the ongoing, I'm sorry.
3: Back in Black.
1: Better. Wow. I have to Say it the proper way. That wasn't bad. Uh, and didn't you know I had to hold my ear too, just to make sure I got the, the note? So, um, did the audience. <laughs> well, as, as part of the ongoing celebration, the band has released a brand new line of merchandise to commemorate the occasion. They have all sorts of swag available, like the back in black frisbee, bandana, blanket. And there's t-, t shirts, cups, vinyl collections. Uh, you can get black. Back in Black in Black LPs. And uh, of course, you can listen to the album all weekend long. There's so many big hits on that album. That album is absolutely timeless and it's 40 years old. That's insane. Uh, This weekend. Do you guys uh, have any Back in Black memories? Um, You mean like. uh, Well, Back in Black, the one that you just screeched into uh, all of our ears. (laughs) (laughs) It was
2: awesome. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh I Hell's remember Bell's getting in trouble. I remember getting in trouble in elementary school for wearing an AC DC t shirt and feeling really cool about it. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it was back in black.
1: Wow, really? What did they what did they say to you?
2: Uh, well it was uh, Angus Young with like a pitchfork and at the end of it was a uh, brawn panties. He was like a cartoon. <laughs> And I wore that to like my fifth grade class. To your oh. fifth oh. grade yeah. class. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I got in well, trouble. That think... felt cool, so.
1: All that rock and roll ain't noise pollution. You shook me all night long. Mm-hmm. Let me put my love. Didn't you? Giving, giving the dog a bone? Uh, yeah. I She's like that a thrill. Song. Uh, like seriously every song I feel is like a single what do you do for money honey back in black get into it Darren by the way I really like your Antifa shirt oh thank you Antifa anthrax nice. Right? I get it <laughs> I didn't know you noticed I just noticed it um, also I wanted to know uh, you were doing some research for the show
2: mm-hmm. yeah, very important research website.
1: On your favorite website, lambgo.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, you found uh, something something really uh, very interesting. So uh, you found on their podcast, they're doing a podcast too, which I think we briefly discussed on our show previously. Uh, they got the a big Flip guest. Podcast. The Van Flip podcast, that's right. Uh, they had a big guest, friend of the show, Frankie Palmer. And uh, no, I really got to hand it to you. You, you listened to this interview and
2: um, it was very important uh, work and I'm so glad I did. I found a lot of good stuff in there.
1: Well, I want to kick it off with the highlight, which is that he mentions me again.
2: You start with that? I mean, that's like the last clip. So sure, let's just go right to the end. Is it possible, lamb goat, lamb goaded us?
1: Hmm.
3: Is that what yeah. is about to happen?
1: See, except um, we just have, we're reaching way more people. So neither, well, it, if they do a podcast and no one hears it,
3: does it count? Well, as long as we hear it, it counts.
1: Yeah. yeah, we're giving it a nice boost now. Okay, So here, it's loaded up. Oh, there's going to be an ad. Son of a
2: bitch. Son of a bitch.
1: We get paid for this?
2: No, but they do. Mm. Oh, well. well. It's a fine podcast. All right. <laughs> oh, that Rob is trying to hide it. <laughs> they won't
1: get
3: our, our ad revenue. Robert Pazbani?
0: Pawsbani from Metal Injection. Oh, OK, so, OK. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let's go back. Go back Josh, go back. about that. So nice he... Metal, course. Hold on, I try to hold, just, like, on
2: hold on, hold
1: so, on. So last time he was saying it wrong, now someone says it wrong, and he corrects him. <laughs>
2: yes. What, is,
1: what does that mean?
2: But OK, OK, so I guess because we skipped the beginning, but Rob will play it anyway. They're taking listener questions. <sighs> Oh, someone asked him about Rob then? So, yeah, if, if you want to play, you could hear. Oh,
0: yeah, it was one on. of our, one of our listeners. You, thinking? Yeah. you know, for myself, really, not for anyone else, you know?
2: True, yeah, well, you know.
0: Also, you gotta can we start say that more
3: stuff on the board?
0: for some reason during this interview, the
3: footage of Frankie, he's, like, looking off to the left, like, staring into the wall and not into the camera. He <laughs>
2: doesn't know where reason, the camera like, is.
3: I, the whole time. Is that like because well, the way the layout is, one of the interviewers' screens is on the right, and he's looking to the right. So did they tell Frankie to look to the left because that's
1: like <laughs> the? No, here's of what life. I think. What I think is both uh, Alex who is the interviewer on the on the right, okay, and uh, Frankie both have uh, desktop computers and webcams that are separate from where their monitor is. So they're looking at their monitor. But the webcam is. But can't they the way move it. the webcam? I, I okay,
2: mentioned. Rob, I'm going to disprove your point because uh, maybe I shouldn't, but I will. <laughs> oh no. I've watched a couple of videos <laughs> of Frankie doing podcasts and interviews, looking for stuff, and in all of them, he's facing the wall. It's just like his. Oh, thing. Okay,
1: maybe he's just very shy. He's shy. Maybe, maybe he's, he cares so little about this podcast that he's doing another podcast at the same time. <laughs> And he's facing towards that one on his other computer.
3: Noah, they never ask him about it. It's never brought up on the, in the interview. Rob, can no. I ask you a favor, Rob? It was just my birthday. I want you to do me a favor as a belated birthday gift. Uh-oh. Book Frankie Palmieri on our show. Have him zoom in. And if he is still facing to the left, looking into the <laughs> wall, we can ask him what the fuck is going on. And then end the interview right there.
1: Sure.
3: No, we okay. do. OK, two things, two things. First, we ask him why he's looking at the wall. Then we ask him if there's a glass casket reunion anytime soon. Then we end the interview. <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about this
1: guy is also facing to the right? Is this like an artistic choice or something?
2: He kind lurch? of turns around throughout the interview. Oh, host a host Lurch to be there. or whatever his name is. I don't know. <laughs> Did you say oh. Lurch? Lurch? Uh,
1: Lurch? No, Lurch the guy not in the makes middle. fun of Alex? I'm not making fun. I, I, I didn't. She said. I thought she said lurch
0: for real. I did too. So
1: here lurch. we go. Board
3: and all that other kind of thing, and just stay more positive. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh,
3: this one. Uh, does Josh get paid more money in Emur than he was?
0: Okay, in this Danza is a quick answer. The glass cloud uh i can't speak on that um i just want to say no this is a, you watch an hour 19 of this bless your heart possibly uh, i don't know i never asked him so you yeah, had to talk to josh about that those metal core salaries
3: yeah i figured so uh opinion on robert Pazbani?
0: posbani from metal injection oh, okay okay, okay. Yeah, yeah you hear that snort He snorted
1: he snorted. Oh, Robert i funny. I, think,
2: I think that was me.
1: <laughs> Sounded like him. I, <laughs> I his just, face looked like he was, even as obscured in shadow, but he looked like he was laughing.
2: Look at how he has his hand, his face in his hands.
1: He's like, oh God, here we <laughs> go. I can't believe
2: he's still getting this question. <laughs> I just, I love that this is
1: like part of the Frankie Palmieri mythos now. <laughs> like yes. that
2: our feud
3: is just like forever with him. Yep. Like, <laughs> do we You're think like this a, question was submitted by a fan of our show? It has to be. I Which sure one of you so. did this? Which yeah, one of you yeah, did this? If it was somebody's listening, please let us. I
1: know. mean, look, I, I think the chances are very high, but I feel my feud with Frankie Palmieri transcends the show. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you're like a hydrogen and an oxygen atom now. Like You're just like bonded together in some way that you can
2: never... <laughs> you're, you're the one that makes seltzer. What is it, carbon and H2O or something? Sure,
1: yes. All let right. right, I'm so looking forward to this. I avoided watching this because I wanted <laughs> to react in real time. I'm so excited. Why did he have a picture so of his up
3: there?
1: I'm sorry, go ahead. You're excited, play it.
3: Yeah, everybody. Uh, the the awkward interview. Yeah, uh,
0: possibly, I don't know. I never asked him, so you had to talk to Josh about that. Those I
3: mean, metal I, core salaries. Yeah, I figured so. Uh, opinion on Robert Pazbani?
0: <laughs> Pazbani from Metal Injection. Uh, okay, right. okay, yeah, yeah, that's uh, my uh, my business uh, comrade. Yeah, everybody. Uh, the the awkward inter video interview, I guess um i i don't know i guess there's no bad blood there um true story the first time i was ever near him and i don't think rob remembers this at all was at a <laughs> you glass definitely remember show. Now,
1: don't you rob i mean i remember him telling the story constantly <laughs> that's what i remember he's obsessed with you <laughs> yeah. he does not uh, forget i love how he thinks this is such a significant story like he thinks about. I think he's trying. You think, in a way, he's trying to like passive aggressively dunk on you. Like, yeah, he was just some jerk off selling water. Like, he thinks he's a big shot. Is that what? uh think? no, he's not telling that story. He's telling the. Uh, <laughs> oh, the glass. All right, he's yeah, yeah, the big shot that I didn't even know. He, I, I agree that it's a passive aggressive thing that I didn't even know who the members in Glass Casket were. I think mm-hmm. that's what he's okay, like knocking. Right. But whatever. Let's hear it. Wait. He
2: says. Hold on. Uh, so we originally heard this story because when I was listening to it, I thought, "Oh, we already listened to this." He originally told this story on his own podcast, yes, which we heard. And he was talking. Do you remember who he was talking to? It was like the guitarist Candiria. Candiria, yeah. I believe. Candiria,
1: and also okay. the temple came up, and he yes. he went. To the Candiria guitarist went yeah. to the old punk venue, the temple. All right, so let's can, hear I, can this I also glass. I just I just wanna I just wanna set the scene for the people listening on audio. He's yeah. in his room like with an unmade bed and there's pictures of like anime waifus all over yeah. the wall. Like what, are wa- what is that? What is just, waifus? like like you know, like when these guys like who are obsessed with anime like idolize uh, anime girls and you know so like- these are characters in anime or just Ra- random generated illustrations. I don't know what these oh, specific yeah, no. ones are, but they definitely anime girls. <laughs> okay. plastered everywhere. And then one giant cartoon drawing of him too. And then there's like a, a, a uh, some religious-ish iconography. All right, let's hear what he says. Let's
0: hear this glass gasket story again. VGV's downstairs lounge, he came up to me and asked me if I was in glass casket, and I was like, I looked at him like all sideways. I'm like, I'm like 17 or 18 at the time. I'm like, no, like, what are you talking about? And then that was the that was like my first interaction with him in passing. And then obviously they've written about me a million times, and uh I did the interview with him and stuff like that. But I mean, he's just a he's just a you know. Journal guy. I don't know that bad to say about him really.
3: What does that mean?
0: A um, journal guy.
3: I
1: was ready. I, I thought he was good. Guy? He's just an
0: asshole.
1: <laughs>
0: is that, that like a girl guy,
3: guy.
2: girl? No, no, you're, you're a live journal guy.
1: You know what? This really shows growth. I feel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he well, can't... he got your name right. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, he got my name right. He could have said something shitty about me. Mm-hmm.
3: He didn't I do mean, any of that. Is Let's journal start. guy something shitty? I don't know what he means. He could have cut a free his he, he did not. Yeah.
2: But I'm saying yeah. maybe
3: journal guy is something shitty and we're just not understanding it correctly.
2: I think Let's he was see, just trying to call Rob a blogger. But then yeah. he wanted to stay like because this guy works with Rob or like <laughs> maybe he's had some growth.
3: Yeah. Since
2: I listened to the interview, I know that he's like been like dealing with his mental health and all that stuff. <laughs> so uh, and he just like changed it right away and called him a journal guy.
1: Rob, maybe he stumbled across your live journal. Uh, oh even... oh, my God. oh no yeah. I, I locked that down after that oh. podcast episode 12. he has ways what do you think he's let's... using that patreon money on uh. <laughs> let's see what else
3: let's see let's hear a little more Mean pete of uh ether coven and uh... oh that's it yeah yeah remember never, never, never yeah. wants to just tell me it wants me to tell you kissy face emoji Boom. oh <laughs> yeah okay. I just love uh, how this glass casket story is like his like supervillain origin story. <laughs> like, everything traces back to that one inciting incident. For sure. It's great. And you're a part of it, Rob. Like maybe he wouldn't have even gotten into music.
1: Yeah, he might but have also, not even been in a muir.
3: Wait, Rob, you're responsible for his shitty musical discography? Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Fuck you. <laughs> but really, you Rob, we need to get him on the show already. This has to happen. It has to
1: happen No, what were you going to say?
2: I was going to say, I think it's really interesting that this whole time that glass casket incident was the thing that made him like angry at you, and like you had no I, you were completely clueless about it, and you just thought it was like your interview or something like that, or like something that you had <laughs> written about him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was because I constantly shit on what a terrible human being he was in the past.. <sighs> Because he did some really awful things, I remember. Like, I wrote, I mean, I wrote very unflattering headlines because he did unflattering things. Like, he had a clothing line, and and all the merch was- uh, Your girlfriend sucked my dick. Yeah, 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 ask your girlfriend what my dick tastes like. But even beyond that, he had a a line of merch where he just printed the security footage from Columbine Uh of, like, the shootings. And like it was like shoot to kill, like I forget like the the text was basically glamorizing the Columbine shooting, you know that like oh this is what happens when you talk shit or something. I, I don't I don't want to put words that aren't accurate, but it was disgust. It was like it was like look, I get edgy, but this is just like beyond tasteless. You know what I mean?
3: Sure. But that's what uh, he was going for. I, you know, yeah, it, he it probably made a lot of money off of that.
1: He ended up pulling the, the merch line because he got so much negative publicity. So I bet he free. didn't
3: return the money he got for it, though. <laughs> he bought all those anime posters with that money.
1: Well, he did something with it because he's begging on the internet for money well, now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Tattoos and anime posters. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Um, Let's. So, Noah, you clipped out another non-Rob-related part of the interview. Let's hear this
0: you or anything but it would be really cool you know what i mean i honestly the coolest i think the coolest thing that could happen this is just me spitballing here was if family values as a trademark came back yes. and we were on that kind of like the legacy of that i think that'd be really sick you know because obviously to me for me family values is like what encapsulates that whole era you know
3: i agree i with saw that. that i saw that tour when i was a teenager
0: i'm was jealous of you wild. Now and I'm jealous of you then, bro. I miss. I was so. I was like super sheltered as a kid. I was allowed to do shit. Well, I
2: mean, Oh look, he I'm faces forward. Older,
0: so. <laughs> yes, he does have Twitter.
1: Uh, what was that? Wow, that's so weird. He so just stopped for our audio was- listeners, okay. he at the end of his uh, answer, he had a little notepad that he looked at the camera and pointed the notepad, and the notepad said, "I have Twitter." Okay.
3: Okay. But not so. like what his Twitter handle
1: is. Yeah, not or his handle. Like, Maybe he yeah, adds that. Um, yes.
3: But what yeah, it was pretty was that, cool. Alex? It was like. A, what year did you go it to? It was a, what's that? What year did you attend? The, the, yeah, what, what year did Alex Year of the tour? tour. Damn, I don't even know. I just remember. We'll it was a rotating stage, and yes. um, I think Primus was there, Ramstein.
1: Oh. Which was. That
2: was that the was same year you went. That was want? the
1: year before. No, I didn't go that year. The year that I went, it was. Lip Biscuit, Stone Temple Pilots. Let me look it up.
2: I mean, he he worships Fred Durst, so he's probably so jealous of you. Maybe that's the original anger.
1: The uh, I think the one that Alex from Lamb is talking about is the original. Uh, what is the third guys? one? It says Lincoln. Uh, it said two thousand one. Yeah. Yeah, so he went. Oh uh, uh, Alex went to Family Values 99, which was Corn, Limp biscuit, Mob Deep, Orgy, Stained, Primus, Jaw Rule, <laughs> <laughs> Method Man, and Red Man, DMX, Filter, The Crystal Method. That's, that's actually. That's
3: actually, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah,
1: mob Deep alone is a good yeah. idea, just to see that. Uh, yeah, and it'd be curious to see like, DMX play, <clears throat> especially at that time, 99. That was like peak DMX. Yeah. Uh, It's interesting that
3: they took a year off and then decided, eh, maybe we take it easy on the (laughs) hip-hop. Because if you look at the 2001 lineup, ain't none of that.
1: Oh, weird. For some reason, oh, so 2001 was Stone Temple Pilots, Linkin Park, Stained, Static X, and Deadsy. Deadsy is the band from the son of
3: Cher and uh, Uh. Greg Allman. Could I ask a question? How many of the bands on the 2001 tour still have living lead singers?
1: Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's all the wrong ones, same, too, right? Just staying. Just staying. Two. Wow. You know, like, really,
3: i trade Aaron Lewis for a couple of those guys. Sure.
1: sure. Scott Weiland was great. I mean, Stone Temple Pie, especially during this time, they were, like, so amazing. For some reason, I... I want to say that Limbiscu was on this, but I guess not. I guess I didn't see them on this. Maybe it's not all inclusive. Maybe they did like one off. I, I might just be misremembering because uh, I saw Limbiscu like a million times during that. Could it be another year yeah, and they period. just came back? No, because it looks like 99, 2001, and then they didn't come back until 2006. And oh. by then it's just like.
3: Mm. How I'm did you deal beyond. with that, Rob? You must have been going through crazy withdrawals for five years. <sighs>
1: No, by 2006, I was already, like, into metal corn That's stuff. He just, cool. he, st- he
2: started smoking weed. Uh, yeah,
1: that's yeah. why he started smoking that's, weed. Yeah, <laughs> I started smoking weed after this, for sure. <laughs> oh the withdrawal of the family value story. You needed to smoke weed. <laughs> well, no, we I've, 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 I've talked, I've story. told the story of how, like, what the first time I, I, I smoked weed was on the show before. It was at a uh, metal, like, it was a rock concert that inspired me to want to try it. It was at a show. Dysfunctional oh, family picnic. I was going to ask you what was worse, uh, losing Family Values Tour or the Jingle Ball, Z one hundred. I never uh, went to a Jingle <laughs> Ball. Only, oh. only, only the DFP. Uh, let's see, which one was it?
2: So the Family yeah, Values Tour was the festival that K Rock put together, or that was no.
1: This is dysfunctional family picnic. Dysfunctional this was their. Su- that was this K-Rock. was K Rock, mm-hmm. our local rock radio station's annual summer festival. Which I, I've learned in recent years, these shows are essentially a giant commercial, and uh, like all of these bands play for virtually no money. It's like payola. They will they they played these shows in exchange for certain guarantees for airplay and stuff like that. <clears throat> so this was the lineup, and I remember I definitely didn't say for Creed. Uh, Ozzy- Creed Creed went on after Ozzy. Are you serious? yeah but it actually worked out for the best because so uh wow i forgot i saw deftones too they were on this as well in seven dust i got there during seven dust saw deftones uh wait no this disturbed was on this as well i thought hmm. uh anyway i'm going going all over the place point being june 23rd 2000 was the first day i smoked about because there was somebody <laughs> smoking during like I don't know Deftones or Godsmack or whatever and I was like oh all these people are cool they think weed's cool maybe I should try weed and that was, was cool. your whole thought you had never been thinking about it before that leading up to it and maybe not trying no I was like super straight I was like I don't need drugs to have a cool t- uh, to have a great time mm-hmm. uh, I spoke Boy, to weed I believe, before uh, I got drunk even uh, wait was it, it
2: your weed or did you take it from the guy while you were watching Godsmack
1: uh, I didn't actually smoke at the festival. Uh, after the festival, uh, my friend who I was with, we, uh, we went to his house because he had weed, and we smoked it after the, the I show. remember that night because I actually got arrested uh, while I was happening. uh I don't know if you got arrested, but you may have gotten a call from my mother because I didn't tell her where I was, uh-uh. and she freaked out calling all my friends. I think oh, I do man. remember. I remember that, actually. Not Maybe it wasn't that incident. I remember her calling me at least once, I think.
3: That was just like a you up, though. No. (laughs) She wanted to break off a piece.
1: She's a lovely, lovely, faithful uh, woman. No, stop. (laughs) I don't think the family uh, values one that I went to is the one that Frankie wanted to go to. He probably wanted to go to the one that Alex went to. (laughs) Do we want to hear a little more here about his mental health? Sure. Uh, Yes. This is his mental health.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't exist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I I wanted to skip the ad for us there.
2: Oh, okay.
1: So here we go
3: about this but someone asked uh, they just asked have you been working on your mental health recently question mark it's been
0: very refreshing uh, yeah I mean for sure I, I, I know I said it earlier but everyone's like evolving and growing and fixing things about themselves at their own pace and i'm definitely still doing that now you know it took me like only very recently have i been like making these discoveries about myself about patterns like things i do or just self-destructive things i've done for my to myself in the past and i try to just like correct my way of thinking you know for myself really not for anyone else you know
3: true yeah well you know you got to start putting more stuff on the vision board and all that other kind of thing and just stay more positive you know
0: (laughs) Yeah,
3: for sure. <clears throat> uh, this one, uh, does Josh get paid more money in year than he was? Okay.
2: That's huge. That shows some introspection. I yeah. mean, he's
1: just saying that. We don't know that he did it.
2: Well, he's saying that he's he's recognizing patterns about his behavior, and that shows that he is noticing it.
3: No, why you... is that he always talks about Robert Pasabini.
2: Yeah, yeah telling the I'm glass casket right. story. Yeah.
1: No, why don't you marry Frankie Palmer if you oh. love him so
2: much? <laughs> it just, his... Look, I'm not interested in marriage with him, but I am interested in forgiving his past idiocies. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I think he needs to come on the show for, and we can yeah. like decide if he's forgiven or not. We'll welcome him with open arms
1: on this yeah. program,
2: for sure. You. Sid just said that he was gonna ask him one question and hang up on him. Two two questions. Two questions. But I don't have the power to hang up on him. That would
3: have to really come down to Rob. Rob would have to follow through on that bit <laughs> on my behalf. I don't know if he's that cold blooded.
1: Well you can ask your two at the end when we're done with him and then we can
3: okay.
2: hang up on him. Then hang up on him.
3: <laughs> did any of you uh,
1: like get like depressed by quarantine or anything? Like did it and I wanna say depressed because that's insulting to people who have like real clinical depression but like did you feel it affect your mood at all yes
2: yes i I would say depression yeah for sure
1: i would say i did get depressed for quite a while about it yeah uh and and it's uh it's very hard to like not fall back into it and like remind yourself to like keep going yeah uh i had like a really I, i i i mentioned on the show about how like um I got like really bummed out about the like idea that I couldn't go to the beach and that it wouldn't be safe to go on the weekends even if the beach was open just cause it'd be too crowded and I would just be too paranoid and, and not enjoy myself. So uh, like, I think when, when you hit a point like that you just have to find some sort of compromise solution. And for me that was just wake up early on weekdays and go. And it's been great, it's been like really meditative. Yeah, I've been going to the beach too. Which
2: one
1: are you going to? Me or I go to Coney Island? We both go to Coney Island, I think. Yeah, I go like right by. What's it? No, No, we haven't met up yet. But uh, he goes way too early in the morning.
2: You don't cross each other in the ocean as you swim by? I haven't been there earlier than. Well, I I have gone a couple of times early. I will say. But
1: I'm looking for like a good alternative for like three or four because that's when I really want to be there. But it's just yeah, way too crowded. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I showed Rob. I don't know if I did. I, I don't remember if I put it in our group chat for this show. But I, no. I, I explored uh, uh, Garrison Beach to see if it would maybe it's so out of the way and I, like maybe it's a little more viable for like a late afternoon. Nope, It was packed to the gills. No masks anywhere.
3: Yeah, that's full did, on Trump country. For Brooklyn. I
1: saw two enormous. I took a picture of two enormous Trump banners that people had. Yeah. Put at their beach, uh, like their settling settlement site on the beach, which I like, jo- like bigger than four people.
3: I have are. to say though, if you're at the beach and you want to enforce social distancing, that's a good way to do it in Brooklyn. Like just put that up; yeah. no one's gonna want to come near you. So that might have, except been a in false Garrison flag. Beach, you're right? Garrison it? Beach, I mean, I yeah, feel like not They'll there. come
1: over right up yeah. to you and start coughing on you. Yeah. Garrison Beach is the south of Brooklyn.
2: Yeah. Yes, literally. <laughs> But it's like a, it's a, it's oh, a. Commu- yeah. I thought that beach is like for that community. It's like a gated community, isn't it?
1: Oh, you're thinking of Seagate, maybe.
2: Oh, I'm thinking of Seagate. Yeah, yeah.
1: Garrison is wide open. It's a little out of the way though, so it kind
3: of functions as a gated community. We need a Garrison gate to beach... keep them away from us. Jeez.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's the other way Garrison is where Nick grew up, right, Rob? Yeah. That's where. That's where I smoked weed for the first time.
1: Yeah, if you're not from New York, Garrison Beach is like a very. It's. Like, aesthetically, really nice. Like, you walk around, there's a lot of nice little... It's like a little seaside community, little houses. But once you interact with the people, it's just horrible. It's like... It's just horrible. It's like every... Like, um, you know, kind of Goomba, like Brooklyn stereotype, you know, oh, I'm walking here, you know, that kind of person. It's a very affluent swap. It's a literal swap. It's, but it's an affluent neighborhood. It's like all these guys that have been like plumbers and electricians and they have like really good pensions and stuff. I don't know, affluent like a mansion, but it's like very comfortable people like that. Yeah, live. you're being very generous. I low, get like a t- well, low, low class people with lots of money, with a, a good amount of money that live comfortably. Okay. Sorry, sir
3: whenever I went there, I'd always get like a strong like deliverance vibe. Uh-huh. It's like, who are these people? Where do they come from? What are these? Because like, I've in the, like, the, the, the The more like white trashy part of it, where like the houses are like these tiny bungalows. It's like, how yeah. do people live like this? What?
1: That's the swamp that I'm talking about. Yeah, like Darren, yeah, yeah. you're talking this about the, cool. uh, the like outer edges of Garrison, which are nice. It, it is it has like those Brooklyn houses, like Nick's house it was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. It wasn't well, where's Other the, the swampy swamp area? It's, it's like, by the
2: power plant. Yeah, it's like, like, like nuclear it's actually, plant.
1: It's like further, further down mm-hmm. uh, into Gerritsen like past Gerritsen area, like right, Z, right. Z, like past you know, like even further in, and then you kind of go off Gerritsen mm-hmm. to the to to the right. I guess, I don't know. And it's it's like literally you're in Louisiana. It feels like it's just it's it's you're on okay. swampland.
3: I'll it's check like the walking swamp one block off the boardwalk at Atlantic City, Ugh. and all of a sudden you're in a time warp, and it's like it, terrifying. It,
1: Never again. It, I've only been in that area like once or twice myself, and it is the most frightening part. It was like the one point in my uh, uh, experimentation with mm-hmm. drugs where I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm going down the wrong path here. I don't want <laughs> I need to get out of here. This is, this is trouble. So you don't need to avoid drugs. You need to avoid Garrison Beach. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I keep hanging out in Garrison Beach, I'm going to get offered something that I'm going to regret taking the next day or whatever. So I can't hang out here. But now we know you don't regret taking any drugs ever. (laughs) Uh, Except
2: for the heroin.
1: No, I don't don't regret
2: it. (laughs) I
1: don't regret the heroin. I'm not going to do it again, but uh, you got to try it. Bombshell. That you gotta try it. You don't gotta try it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, everybody in the audience! <laughs> gotta try that heroin. At least, uh, just don't shoot it. I would, I wouldn't do that. There's your advice for the week. Do heroin. Oh God. But don't shoot it. <laughs> yeah, if you want to try heroin, snort it. That's my <laughs> advice. <laughs> Can we start the show over? Play the bland again.
2: Cut. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, don't do heroin how about is that better advice don't hey I'm not try it more for I'm, not, Rob? I'm not judging you just saying I mean you know I I, I tried it I was like oh, okay that's what it is I never have to do it again yeah heroin's not like a thing that you get hooked also, on also like I don't this. even know it was I, <laughs> I don't even know where to get it but if uh, if you do give us a call <laughs> <laughs> 213-943-3688 uh, this might be a good
3: a... test of like the meme like will Darren get arrested on heroin charges if you buy heroin
1: yeah, hopefully it's only weed <laughs> I wouldn't buy he'd have to do no He because he smokes weed all the time and I don't get arrested it's when he smokes it in public
3: that I get arrested so no shooting up in alleyways I mean, you,
2: got, you got arrested once
3: well how
1: many times have you smoked it that's,
2: that's more than I zero sm- times Rob I smoke
1: pot outside all the time well, not so, anymore. What a prince this guy is. I only got you arrested once for no reason. Thank you. Well, thank you're you welcome. for finally admitting it, at least. <laughs> it's good that it took you 12, 12 13 years at this. 14, I going to say.
2: <laughs> but who's still counting? Still bringing it up. Still bringing it up.
1: Not even on your record, but you're still bringing it up. It's all right. Not on my record because I had to watch a fucking 45-minute video about how weed leads to uh, heroin uh, overdosing. Yeah, but look, here we are now. Talking we should made you watch so,
3: Veronica. Talking about how you did heroin. <laughs> oh,
1: oh. We're not talking about that at all. I'd rather do heroin than watch Veronica.
3: Similar experience.
2: I think I saw one of the... I think I saw the same review on the DVD cover.
1: <laughs> that, that was Roger Ebert that said that. Yeah. He killed himself so that he wouldn't have to watch Veronica. He escaped life. <laughs> Escaped this mortal coil without having seen Veronica. Smart, but you're right, said It is kind of similar because I was on the nod within like 30 minutes of that. Movie. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's right. <laughs> uh, and that's also how Danzig paid everybody in the crew for that movie.
1: Oh, oh, in heroin. Yeah. Know?
3: Wow. Hey, right, Rob.
1: <laughs> I don't.
3: <know>. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? You should have, like, a page six type thing on Metal Injection where you just put, like, blind items like that. Like, what former punk rock superstar paid his entire movie crew in heroin for his directorial debut? Are you playing those
1: page six blind items are all lies that people make up? (laughs) What
3: to make his directorial debut for the movie Veronica? Who could it be? (laughs) Don't Google it. (laughs) <laughs> they still would have to. Nobody would just know off the top of their heads who. Wait, <laughs> I mean, what is this movie? What
1: metal blogger used to sell uh, waters at the temple <laughs> and then ran into uh, uh, Frankie Palmieri at the Glass Casket Show? <laughs> I don't
3: know. Robert Pasabini? Pasabini. No. How come no that guy Frankie who works
2: there? with How come that guy who works with you didn't know your name? Or how to pronounce the guy the who
1: works with me is Alex The guy, the oh, guy not Who announced me Lurk? Correct right. Who's
2: You're that right. other
3: guy?
1: Who's Lurk? That's
2: Lurk
3: Who
1: but who Lurk? is Lurk? What I is think that? he's just the, the host of The host slash producer of the podcast So but what does he do Just that or is he Lurks Yeah just who, that he lurks. He's a lurker The website is, as far <laughs> as I know Is just Alex oh. He might have reviewers But he does the main website Wow
2: his very fine lamb, uh, lambgoat.com. Very fine website. Yeah, the best. Good. Should we do what a crossover it? episode?
3: Call him up, Rob. Right. right now, see what he's doing.
1: It's like the second episode we planned out here so far on <laughs> this show. not even
3: done yet. <laughs> From now on, we're just gonna do director's commentary on the Lamb Goat podcast. <laughs>
1: That's our new format? Yes. I was going to say our new format is planning a future episode during the show.
3: <laughs> it's <laughs> a teaser. We call it <laughs> a teaser. Just for 90 minutes, just
1: plan what we're going to do next.
3: And But things that we're ne- we never actually will do. Right. Because, teasers.
1: We, because every time we get to it, we just talk about doing <laughs> a new show.
3: <laughs> it just mm. keeps going like that. Mm, that's how we stay one step ahead of our listeners.
1: Got it. Right. This month on our Patreon, though, we will be talking about what next month's Patreon
3: is. (laughs) (laughs) Pitching each other ideas.
1: We should point a camera at ourselves when we do that and actually put that on as a bonus episode. (laughs)
2: Like
1: planning things out.
2: (laughs) Sid, what did you do for your birthday?
3: Well, yesterday... Speaking of bad uh, pandemic ideas, we actually drove out to Long Island. Uh, we both took the day off of work. Oh, that is a terrible idea. Why and, Long Island? Uh, yeah, pre, uh,
1: even pre-COVID, that's a bad idea.
3: They're yeah. ahead of us on the, uh, the phases, the, the reopening. Phases. So they're actually already up to allowing indoor dining, which I didn't even realize yeah. until we were like driving in Long Island and all these can restaurants had signs. Can and, like, I just indoor say- dining oh, this week.
1: I just want to say- uh, I don't know necessarily I'd use the term ahead of us on that score. I feel like that kind of puts them behind us.
3: Well, well they're ahead the of us it, in falling behind eventually.
1: Um there's a there's a math to it. I think it's based on the amount of the percentage of positive uh cases to amount of tests. And I think it's low enough. Uh it has to be like uh under like way under one percent so would that uh, so, be like because they're more sparsely populated is that why because it seems like that's even more trump country than here you know right yeah exactly they're they're not as on top of each other there so in general there's been there's been a few hot spots but uh for the most part long island really hasn't uh felt the coronavirus because there's plenty of space there so i think mm-hmm. that's why it's Safer to do the indoor. Plus, I mean, it's not like it was packed, right? Like,
3: no. When we came in, there was tell
1: one... us the whole experience.
2: Yeah, yeah. Where did you go? Come on. It was a
3: seafood place in some part of Long Island that I had never heard of before. But it was only like what fifty minutes away from my apartment, so it was a pretty quick drive. It's How did you pick Jordan. this place? My cousin recommended it. My cousin. Cousin Diana. Uh, no, Irina. Uh,
1: Irina. Oh, Irina well, yeah. knows that you like seafood and was like, you have to go check out the seafood place. Or she was saying you should go check it out now while in quarantine.
3: No, we were texting back and forth on my birthday. She was wishing me a happy birthday and asking what I'm doing for my birthday. And I told her we're going to go to some seafood place in Long Island. We haven't picked a place yet. She's like, oh, actually, I went to one last year that was really good. Here's the mm. information. So, I was like, All right, sure, so
1: you, just, you were craving some seafood.
3: Yeah, sure. It's the summertime got all the fishes and the crustaceans hanging out, you got to kill them and eat them. That's what they're there for. So we went to yeah. this place and uh, there was indoor and outdoor dining. There were more people outside, but I I always prefer indoor. It was like almost 100 degrees out, so I didn't really feel like sitting out. And like, honestly, that morning, if you had asked me if I'd be comfortable eating indoors anywhere, I would have said no. But then when presented with the option, She's like well you know It's been like four months since I've done this Like fuck it let's go for it It's too hot outside I don't want to sit outside So
1: there was the option to sit outside Yes
2: yes. Was this place The indoors was there like a lot of windows Like a huge open door Because you're not really supposed to see you indoors yet in Long Island, apparently, it's allowed. There was yeah, no, it's of allowed in Long Island.
1: Yeah, it's in um, the city proper that you're not allowed to do indoor dining. <laughs> you
0: I were was not by a
3: window. <laughs> I was docking. They played the parking lot, <laughs> I heard. He was the one that made the lobster bisque. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, like when we came in, there was like in the entire inside, there was only one other table that had people. And it was like a few tables away from us. There were a couple more people showed up as we ate, but still not close enough that I felt uncomfortable. The waiters it ha- all had face masks and gloves. Like it seemed fine. Like when we sat down the table was like still moist from having just been wiped down and stuff. And I got we got some grilled octopus. I got some fried shrimp. It was very nice.
1: Mm. But no lobster. This place was a lobster joint. You got no lobster. No, not even a lobster tail. That's just—it's like shrimp. But bigger.
3: are you—are you not a lobster guy, Sid? Oh, I'm definitely a lobster guy. But it was lunch. <laughs> I didn't want to spend crazy money. Like shoot, that shit's... Expensive. its your birthday. You're not spending the money. Even still, I—I I just I felt like some good fried shrimp, and that's what we did.
1: Deuterino asks, "Did Alex Skolnick bust the tables?"
3: <laughs> oh, I mean. <laughs> They were all wearing face masks, so it's I can't say definitively no it wasn't Alex Skullnick.
1: <laughs> it wasn't. Alex Skolnick isn't a waiter, he's a he's an accomplished musician. Let's kill this meme that I just Why can't up he be
3: movie. both, Rob? What are you saying musicians aren't talented enough to weigh tables? No, problem. if you're skilled
1: enough, Rob. you can do it full time. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> um yeah.
2: um were the waiters um did your like flatulence penetrate the mask that they were wearing do you know if it protected them from your toxic gas
3: i I don't think i farted during the meal i definitely after but not during i think did you use the bathroom no no
1: (laughs) this is the best time the best time to fart is now everyone's got their nose and mouth closed now, what about silverware, I realized? Was it just like uh, finger foods? Or like how, how was it a paper cup that you were served, uh, plastic they,
3: cups? The water was in a plastic cup with a top. So disposable, obviously. The silverware was still metal silverware. But- uh, that
1: for the 10 foot pole.
3: I only had to use that very briefly for the octopus to cut up the octopus.
1: I would say plastic silverware or, or I'm leaving.
3: I don't know if plastic, bring I guess if it's a serrated knife, it would still have been good enough to cut through the octopus, probably.
1: Yeah, bring your own is fine, but I wouldn't have thought that far yeah. ahead. Like, I'm not used to this type of thing, so. Well, here's your, here's your tip.
2: Get used your to it.
1: Silverware. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. What, <laughs> about the plate? what about the
3: plate, though? The plate would also be... The plates be... they gave were paper. Okay. Like, good, like, thick, like, cardboardy, like, paper plates.
1: Gotcha. I wonder what fancy places do? Like though, you know, they they serve you a nice. They're closed.
2: Table.
1: Well, some some of them have to be open if if Long yeah. Island's letting them open, right? They sh- I'm sure they'll jump
3: at the chance. Yeah, and even sure... the ones that are only open for outdoor dining still have to serve the food on something.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, also I guess they could. I well, regardless of the virus or not, uh, the silverware does get cleaned. Yeah. Between.
3: Yeah. yeah, I guess they're still I'm,
1: I'm, Uh Yeah, I've been served some pretty shoddily clean silverware before. So, uh, I mean, I'm not saying they don't clean it, but it's it's still a shot. Yeah. Uh, would you find yourself eating uh, indoors again, Sid, if you were to return to Long Island? It's a one and done for now.
3: Uh, I, it's not on the schedule, but it I, it felt it felt it felt so good just. to get back to being able to do that, that I'm not going to rule it out as like a future thing. Though, I mean, the way New York City's going, it might not be that far off till we're doing indoor dining, right?
1: Uh, Permissible, yes, but I don't know if I would go. I have yet to eat outdoor. It just doesn't make sense to me. See, the
3: thing for me, (laughs) I never like outdoor dining, so that was never going to be a thing for me anyway. Oh, I I was always into it,
1: like, you know, pre-COVID. I like Have it if been, the weather's good. It's nice. Yeah. If it's a nice ambiance. I don't like it if it's, you know, on a tilted uh, sidewalk. Oh, with like, worst. Yeah. Like on oh, yeah. top well, of a, a grate or whatever. Cars but, in the trying middle
2: to of park. The street. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, like uh, a truck but,
2: passing by and the exhaust oh, just, my God. Like, going in your mouth. <laughs> yes. It, but, but sometimes it's a nice like, backyard. City. What if you were out of New York City and, like, the restaurants had spaces and you could sit outside or under an umbrella or something would you do it or that doesn't make sense to you either
1: who is this f- directed
2: for you rob mm-hmm. uh
1: if it if it's like a scenario like you're saying like it's long island very spaced out outdoors uh yeah i could consider it but like it it just feels like i'm inconveniencing the people who work at the restaurant which in a way i know that like oh you know you can tip really well but like it's just like, I can just take it for takeout, eat in the car. You know, I don't, I don't
2: mind takeout. But they're still showing up to work to make your takeout or to put the order together. So what if you could have them earn more I mean, money by i thing and stuff like I that. tip.
1: I tip when I do takeout. I tip regardless for that exact reason, just because they're risking their life. But I just, I don't want to sit there. It's more, it's a lot. It's that. And then also just like my personal, like, I don't know how comfortable I would feel. I don't know. But that's me saying it now. In the moment, I could feel like like if I were to arrive at a place and they were like, oh, there's indoor dining, and like the whole, not that I would be with a whole party, but let's just say for the sake of this <laughs> example, there's other people, they would want to go. Yeah, sure, I guess I would do it, but I wouldn't go out of my way. Mm. Yeah. How about you, Noah? Have you done outdoor dining?
2: Yeah, I have. That's <gasps> fine.
1: <laughs> Where Where'd you do it?
2: Uh, one in, in Cape May when I went down there. Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) so there's like a street and it's kind of busy and they have like bar and grills and stuff and like people were sitting outside and it was a little too crowded. It was a crowded main street. And then people were sitting under an awning and like the tables were not far apart from each other. So I didn't feel comfortable eating in that scenario. We just found restaurants that were like off the beaten path and had a lot of like outside space. Um, so like I'm fine with that. Uh, and then just like n- near my dad by upstate New York, there are places and, you know, from what I understand, because I'm very curious to know if like, like, or do, do waiters want to be at work? Like, is this, and I, and if, if anyone's listening and has to go to work now during the pandemic, I'd love to know like how you feel about it. Cause I guess for me, I'd love to go back to work, but I'm in a closed building and I don't want to take the subway. So I wonder if like waiters who can actually drive to work, how they feel about it. And most of the- I think how they
1: feel about it is they ultimately don't want to, but they need money. So that's why they do want to. I think if like the government was offering assistance, they would not be going to work. But because the government is, is not, that, they're like, yes, I, I want to do it because I need money.
2: There was one person I spoke to and he was like, I'm just bored. So he was fine coming to work part time.
3: Was that Alex Golnick?
2: No.
1: <laughs> I mean, he has the, you know, people should have the option. Is what I'm saying. Alex should have the option. Andre. Yeah, he'd
3: rather wait tables than tour with Testament right now.
2: Well, why can't you say the same thing about Dokken then? <laughs> they could stay at home, but the guy wants to play. Mm-hmm. So.
1: He wants to get away from waiting tables. I don't understand. How does that relate to what I'm saying?
2: Why can't the guy in Dokken have an option?
1: Because, okay, because he's putting other people's lives at risk. The waiter uh, is not. Right. Or he's right. doing it because he's forced to because he needs to make a living. Yeah. Well, right. Doc needs to make a living. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, but, well, of course, there's a much bigger operation to cart Doc Don Doc around or whatever, you know, the whole. Yeah. Also, country. the waiter isn't getting on a flight. <laughs> he's potentially exposing people in multiple states he doesn't need to be pumped full of formaldehyde and crank every show before he starts <laughs> I haven't kept up with Don Dokken enough to know if that's that's the case seems like it well we don't know if Alex Skolnick's actually waiting tables but we just throw it out there <laughs> yeah. uh, we it's do know he's not, for not doing
3: that we don't know he's not, not doing, doing it we, we, I mean would he admit it if he was we don't know Stop Which it. legendary thrash guitarist <laughs> was God waiting tables at Applebees? <laughs> We're not saying.
1: Dudorino writes: musicians aren't essentials. Bussing tables to pay the bills is. I would agree with that. Uh, some comments from uh, pre- like during the show. Dane writes: Rob's not a journal guy. He's a calorie girl.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: nah. <laughs> That's sweet. No. Uh, <laughs> then uh, Judorino writes, "Rob, go full on Seth Putnam on stage, but inject your third butt cheek." <laughs> oh. Ow.
3: Would
1: that even maybe it'd be his... the opposite? Maybe instead of injecting my butt cheek, I could have uh, a withdrawal, like a blood withdrawal, like mm. I I, I mentioned on the show on the show, a, a, a hema, hema, hematoma removal. Uh, do that on, on stage so you could see the blood leaving my third butt cheek. Didn't we mention pus last week? This is like a streak. Puss bonnie. Yeah. Not puss bonnie, but pus bonnie. <laughs> uh, I feel like that would also, like the H would not get in, absorbed into your body anyway because it's like dead skin. You'd have to insert it in your real butt cheek. Right, it has to be in the vein. I mean, I don't know. I'm not injecting anything, anything in my body. I'm not yeah. a doctor, but I will say you should inject your 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 other butt cheek. And not your butt cheek.
3: <laughs> Maybe when New York City gets to phase five, will you do it, Rob? <laughs> phase,
1: five, no. phase five is when <laughs> phase five is when you inject your butt cheeks. It's allowable With to heroin? put heroin inside your butt cheek. Uh, yeah. I read that online.
2: Would it be the left or right one?
1: <laughs> it is my right butt cheek that is. Pumped with the third one. <laughs> with an additional butt so It's afflicted with the uh, So
3: you cheekia. would be the Alex, not the Frankie, Palmieri or Lurk. You'd be on the right. Oh, so you're Alex. They're, the they're like the three butt cheeks of Rob on the podcast. <laughs> the way they have it set up.
1: That makes Frankie the scab,
3: right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. the three butt cheeks of Rob
1: The Three Butt cheeks. of uh, Hingos.
2: Sounds like a, also
1: sorry, go ahead, Noah.
2: Oh, it sounds like a tale from the medieval times. It's the newest testament.
1: Gather round, children, and I will tell you the tale of a man with three butt cheeks. i I'm just it's really like I'm from Mars, me and that woman from Total Recall.
3: Oh, oh yeah. that's right.
1: We're from the same gene pool.
3: Her, ta- her deformity was much more marketable, though, sadly for you.
1: Who are you calling deformed? Yeah, he's like the guy that goes, uh, <laughs> what, what are you doing showing your face in here? And I'ma Arnold Schwarzenegger goes, look who's talking. <laughs> <laughs> what a great movie. <laughs> it's a classic. Um. Sid Dane asks, "When you were eating at that uh, seafood restaurant, was Anvil playing in the back of the venue, playing for soup again?"
3: (laughs) They were in a little canoe in the water, just pulling up to the people that were doing the outdoor dining, asking for tips. Yeah, it's very sad. Someone could. Bread rolls at them.
1: Someone should have thrown a literal anvil into the canoe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Solve their problems. (laughs)
3: <laughs> no. Oh my God! Are they still together? Do they still exist? Does, does, still- does it matter? I guess that's true. They Actually are still together. Forward. I think uh, they put out an
1: album last year, and uh, it had the best album. It won my best album cover of the year award. Was that ironic, or really is it a great album cover? Uh, I mean, uh, no. Like, I legitimately think it's a great album cover. Uh, what is so it? You, let so me you load you up. you would say that in making these ratings from year to year, you this proves that you truthfully only look at the album art and not. <laughs> you don't I'm not. How, <laughs> hold on a second. I'm not saying anything about the music. I'm saying right, that's what say, we're. That's, that's our point. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You do not, I'm not judging. The mu- for this particular award, the music isn't oh. judged. I just said that's- that. I was giving you praise
3: for being objective and focusing yes. only on the album art. Yeah, that's why he doesn't listen to music anymore. There
1: oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God.
2: Oh. Look at that.
1: The album is called Legal at Last, uh-huh. and it is an angel.
2: Wait, well, is I that an ode to heaven. the underage girl on there? or to I was going to say,
1: yeah. well, Could we'll be taken several ways. So it is an angel in the clouds, wh- where I assume it's heaven, and she is holding uh, a piece, and the piece is, in fact, a anvil-shaped bong. And I know it's a bong because there is water inside this anvil-shaped bong. And the... Uh, Type of the anvil shaped bong is lit. We don't know how it got lit. It it is still lit, even though there's no one holding a lighter to it, and the angel is has just oh. taken a hit. Are we sure this Her- is heaven? I feel like this would be my hell to go and have to smoke a clear uh, anvil-shaped bong while dressed as an angel with like with the wings that look like they're made out of. Uh, I can't believe it's not butter.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 You could have that
1: heaven. And she looks miserable. She's like, she's about she to does talk. look miserable. That is true. Like why isn't she uh uh enjoying herself, you know? Exactly. You're in heaven, you're smoking anvil shaped bomb. Maybe she has to hang out with Anvil all day. Like that's she's their guardian angel. I like that uh I actually didn't even embed a song. <laughs> Uh-huh. Was just like, look, the, al- the album art is great. You're sticking to your objectivity. This is not an award about music. <laughs> well, well read the art. headline.
3: Read what the headline was for this post, Rob. It's screw the music. New, <laughs> an- new
1: Anvil album art makes it the album of the year.
3: <laughs> oh. So you didn't even give it album cover of the year. You gave You're it right. album of the year.
1: Album <laughs> of the year. In October, I decided...
3: That's Uh, that's how much.
1: That's how much I sincerely, sincerely love this album art. I considered getting a tattoo.
2: I'm sure they loved getting that Google alert. Yeah.
1: I'm sure they know what a Google alert is. We've
3: got good news and bad news, guys. It was like one of their nephews. (laughs) He called him up. (laughs)
1: They just put out a music video for the title track. Is it on beta? (laughs) Look at this thumbnail. Oh, (laughs) look at that thumbnail. This is the best. (laughs) (laughs) AFM Records. I hope uh, you guys uh, got good value on your investment. Well, you got an ad going here. That thumbnail Um, is kind of on brand for them, though, I will say. (laughs) It looks like... Oh! Uh, okay. So far, so good. I'm surprised these guys are potheads. I would never think
3: that. We can... go out fast. Oh, uh, okay. Now's the time to pick up the pace. Now we'll make an ever-fake. Compactities get to be seen.
1: Society, we take responsibility. Is it
0: what it should
1: have be? Like the thing about Anvil that I think it sounds is, like a is, kid song. I was gonna the thing about Anvil that's inspiring is they literally prove that anyone can do this. Yeah. <laughs> like quite <laughs> literally anybody. Like these uh these lyrics, the, these drum beats. <sighs> I like how focused this engineer is. Is he working on a different song? Like- your, ass, your ass better focus if you're trying to make that sound good. <laughs> oh,
2: my God.
1: political too wait hold on pause it are we uh, can you pause it i I can't i I may have heard wrong did he say that anvil was looking for the cure for cancer
3: i mean well we uh it's a more useful pursuit than making new music.
1: I was going to say, I don't mean to be depressing, but I feel like we might not be in for a cure for cancer if that's who's on the case.
3: What if the premise is that they are the cause of cancer? (laughs) So if they stop making
1: music, maybe cancer will go away. Yeah. Well, good news, they're actually on the coronavirus task force that Donald Trump has put together. So they're on on the job. Would you be surprised if they were? (laughs) No. It would be a step up from Mike Pence. Yeah, they're just clueless dolts that might yeah, want to do it. Yeah, at least they acknowledge it. that science exists. Right. They just they just might not do it, but Mike Pence is actively working to <laughs> yeah. it. it's make people sick. So. Okay. Scroll let's down.
2: Scroll down.
1: Let's two. These, these lyrics. Let's go to verse. Let's just see verse one first before we go to verse two. These first few lines is nothing. Now it's right. time to pick up the pace. Now we'll make it about face. Uh-huh. Complexity is yet to be seen. Change the rules of society. Like what? These isn't are just it, words. Isn't it like saying two different things? Pick up the pace, and then oh, wait a minute, let's make an bad face. Like we'd started off in yeah. the wrong direction.
2: That's the only thing he could find to rhyme with pace. Come on, that
1: makes no. We sense. take responsibility. Is it what it should have been? What What is it? Is it what
2: it is? It it.
1: <laughs> their career is it what it should have been. It should have been. What is? How does he define it in this context? You know, their, their okay. career, not just like <laughs> the past. <laughs> not just like the past. Legal at last. Legal, 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 legal at last.
3: I'm guessing weed being illegal is—is is that what it should have been, or should it have been legal all along, man?
1: Yeah, but the uh, whole first God. verse doesn't kind of really comport with that, though. Yeah. Okay. So now. Now you take your medicine. I guess because it's legal. Yeah, mm-hmm. all a big financial win. Government is in delight. They, they are tax rep. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. find a cure for cancer. We're looking for the answer. We're, we, we Anvil, are looking for. Let's the hope answer. we've done it right. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Okay, Ed will think they found the cure for cancer Why are they putting out music Don't get this <laughs> to the authorities In their basement They have somehow
3: in a beaker somewhere Come up with the cure for cancer May not be right We have to hope it's right <laughs> But a a refrain. how tragic is it though that like they thought okay we've got the cure for cancer how do we let the world know oh we'll write a song about it everyone will hear that right Yeah. They realize that like nobody listens to their music so we'll never know
1: I feel like they could have also been a little more confident in their because uh, they're saying uh, he, had, he didn't have to stick in that line about we hope we got it right yeah. just project positivity just say <laughs> we got it right we got the cure for cancer and it's right that would be yeah, how yeah. I would rewrite that uh, verse three, we didn't get to this audio, but lo- we could assume. They say it's recreational. Profits are sensational. Okay, that's good. Uh-huh. This is like I a Dr. Know. Seuss book. Really yeah. Money to be made. Give me doctors good advice. Just another human vice. Yeah. That the government's okay. Okay. It's Okay. Okay. <laughs> One fish, two fish, pot fish, cancer fish. I don't know. Look, they say it's recreational. Profits are sensational. Money to be made. There's a line missing here, right? That should be like, right, money to be made. No, Rob, you, I, I, I know. I don't blame you for not listening to the song, but it goes regulation recreational. To Profits are sensational, money to be made, and then it goes. Give me doctors' uh, good advice. Just another human vice that the government's okay. So it's one two one
3: one two. Oh, you can't even keep A-A-B. up with this fucking rhyming structure. It's A-A-B, way past A-A-B. your fucking.
2: Don't you know <laughs> meters, Rob? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Get out of
2: here.
1: <laughs> so, uh, I would not smoke it in a box. I would not <laughs> smoke it with a fox. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think curing, that's, uh... curing
3: cancer in a van, curing for my fellow man. Rob, do you want to do like a follow up post where you're like, all right, I finally listened to the music. It's no longer the album of the year. <laughs> Just so back. they can get that Google alert and be completely totally. crushed. Oh, yeah, just do it for them. We don't. They don't have to be. They probably were going to have that blurb, like the sticker printed on all the new printings of the album, and now they have to kill all those stickers. That'd Such a waste great. of money.
1: Recall all that shit. <laughs> Not
3: accurate. I, we'll, you can just, sue them.
1: we'll just uh, put Anvil in this in the description of this episode, uh, and they'll get that alert, and that'll be enough.
0: Okay,
1: I think. sounds good. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, I think uh, we're winding it down here, folks. Yeah, we did almost two hours today. Um, Whoa. well, we started a few minutes late. Uh, but <clears throat> I do want to wish Sid happy birthday. Sid. Happy birthday,
3: Sid! Thank you. Happy is day. Noah says she sent me something, but I haven't gotten it yet, so I can't. Uh, I'm say what
2: so it is. annoyed. I'm so annoyed because I ordered from a website. And they wouldn't let me do it as like a gift. And then I emailed them and I'm like, can you include a gift message? And they said, oh, order it through Amazon. And I'm like, I don't want to support Amazon. I want to go directly to you. And then they sent me another email that it's going to take 10 business days to prepare it. And then like another like seven business days to ship it. So it will reach you by your next birthday. Is this
3: like a boob cake or something? What did you order me? I hope
2: not. You're not that far off. Oh, no.
1: Um, Sid, uh, you're the big four zero, correct? 4-1. 4-1? Oh, yes. okay. What? Sorry. Yeah. So you're 40 now. Okay. Wow. I've been 40. So you're the second person to turn 40 on this show. Two more to go. Man, yeah, we're not while. that far <laughs> off. Hope, hope you get there.
3: <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Dark. All the heroin use, Rob, we're worried about you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did one time like 12 years ago. I don't even... <laughs> so reckless! I'll Rob. tell the story one time. Noah with the COVID uh, trips to New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I'm really if I think if I didn't do it that one time, I might be a heroin addict. I will say just because I I romanticized it so much to myself that I needed to do it <laughs> to realize like oh it's just bullshit.
3: So wait, if you hadn't have done it, you'd be addicted to it. How does that? Well, work? I'm saying the experience
1: that I had was enough. To, to uh, satisfy the craving and also not make me want to do it again. Wouldn't based you have on, had, wouldn't you have had that experience the first time no matter what anyway? Well, also it was just uh, based on how other people were reacting oh. uh, to, to it um, because um, well, without going into too much detail the it this like it's this was not uh, like a pre-planned thing, like, oh, we're going to do this tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I very much had to be coerced into it in the sense that uh, it was a night of drinking, and then somebody was like, what do we do now? And then someone else was like, let's do heroin. <laughs> and then this person we were with who is not typically in our circle and who you would never expect to be the person to re- respond this way goes, do you want to? <laughs> and then the person who was joking was like, yes, let's do it. Uh, And it was like I don't know, Uh, but it was also this person's birthday, so it was like, oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be rude. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be rude by not doing heroin. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. come on. Um, And so uh, I later learned that the provider uh, of the heroin uh, had the week prior saw their best friend overdose. No, and so we. I learned this later we went to go get it from the dealer where this person and their friend were when the friend overdosed and so then we went and did it and so uh like I said I snorted it but the person who acquired it shot it up and seeing them was like wow this is insane like this person lit a cigarette took one drag and then almost lit the entire place on fire because they passed out and it was just like hanging. And it was like, Hey, you, you can't handle this. You know, yeah. it kind of ruined my buzz a little. Cause I had to play babysitter. <laughs> it was a little rude, but and, and like I said, it, it was like, Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't need to be in these scenarios. I don't need this. This isn't pot is enough pot and is more than enough. Those, those heroin addicts are always ruining people's heroin experiences. It really sucks. Yeah, it really, it really ruins the buzz. And then Same. the, uh, uh, and then I did eventually also uh, vomit. So that was another like, oh yeah, well, what, what fun is this?
2: I'm glad that we extracted all the details of this story even though you were very reluctant to give them.
1: Yeah, yeah uh, well. we well, didn't I narc mean, uh, on them or anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to mention any story. names.
3: What They're are the kids. odds that this story and your previous "My Only Time in Garrison Beach" story are actually the same story? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> They're not Guilty. Exactly the same story, but it. it... <laughs> what metal blogger was seen in the swamps of Garrison Beach shooting H? <laughs> Hey, that is inaccurate. Hey, those rags are always getting things wrong, man. <laughs> they always take a, a kernel of truth and those, blow it up and make it fucking false. journal, guys. It's a blind item, Rob. Are You seem like you, see, you have a guilty conscience. We don't know it was you. <laughs> you just admitted it. Don't do heroin,
3: kids. <laughs> or go to <laughs> Garrison Beach.
1: Well, like Rob go said, to Garrett's Beach, <laughs> especially because you're going to end up doing heroin. Like, like Rob said before in the show, if you do do it, don't shoot it up yeah if you find yourself in a scenario where you're gonna try heroin don't shoot it up that's the ultimate because then you're absolutely like based on what I've heard from people who have shot up that that's it There's no, it's the point of no return so don't do that unless what? you know what though if you're if you have COVID if you're like at the end of your row, if you're like about to die
3: then sure if you're about to die how are you getting heroin and have the strength to shoot it up well have someone
1: do it for you you're right yeah, get your <laughs> you, want be, you want to be responsible yeah
3: get the fucking get lunch the break
1: that's the thing this was also before oxycodone was even that prevalent now you can get over-the-counter heroin you can get much better stuff and you know what it is you know it's not like cut <laughs> what are you, just stop giving
3: people ideas man i know get oxycodone. don't
1: do heroin. heroin do i if you're gonna if you want to do heroin, just get oxycodone there's someone out there in the audience right now thinking, uh, "I miss the old heroin." You can't do it. This oxy. This is bullshit. You got to do it the old I, way. I'm sure that I'm sure there are people like that. Uh, not me though. It's just me and my bomb. Okay. With heroin in it, but no heroin. No heroin. Okay. All right. Let's not talk about heroin. Yeah. All
2: right. no He's more getting heroin. a craving.
1: <laughs> Let, this is not a meme. I don't do heroin. Stop. Well, one good thing about heroin, though, is that whenever it, it's legalized, Anvil will cut a new album about how great it is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> legal at last, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. It'll just well, be the it is angel legal doing a line here, right? off the. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Again, oxycodone is, is heroin. It's, the, it's legal. So. You hear that, Anvil? Let's go. they're cracking. That's, the next album, Leela Last 2, is that same angel in like a, a trap house, you know, like with a arm out, <laughs> anvil shaped needle in the arm. <laughs> That's just, how do you draw an anvil shaped needle? I'll figure it out. I'll yeah, leave it to the, the artist. artist.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before we go, you know, I, it, it's, it's an important moment. Got to leave, got to say goodbye for now. I'm going to say goodbye to all of our top livecast fans of the week. These it's are the who have donated $10 or more on our Patreon, patreoncom metal.com. And, uh, know you know, uh, the entry-level uh, Patreon is $5 yeah, to get the bonus episode. $10, to get a shout-out at the end of the show, which I know is this what part I'll right here. Invest. And I'm going to do these all yeah,
2: uh, with a Russian accent. Do a Russian accent. Say, uh, Rob, speak louder. So that I'm going to do
1: it with a you. Russian accent for you. All see right, you know you what? Let me, yes. let me just lower First. the... First time anyone said those uh words to Rob, be louder.
2: <laughs>
1: Eric, call your mother. Rabba Ganoush, aka Justin, call your mother. Yeah. Benjamin, call your mother.
3: El Duderino, call your mother. something? Some of these people moms are probably dead, and this is gonna be very triggering. Yeah, for them, but go on, go on. Don't there do heroin. Are Go visit your
1: father. Cattle <laughs> decaf. Don't do heroin. Mindy Mayer Skipper. Go to the synagogue. Croc destroyer. Stop destroying crocs. Mm-hmm. Sam, I am, I is. Call your mother. <laughs> Gender. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> sure, Massachusetts. Call your mother in French. <laughs> LaCroix. Oh, LaCroix was also in our chat, by the yeah. way. Uh, last mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Call your mother. The Crustacean Sensation, aka God Stomper. Call your children. Stomp, stop oh. stomping the gods. <laughs> Ash Boslyov. Call Mama Boslyov. <laughs> Delis. Call your mother. Robo a Vampiro. 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 <laughs> Shane. Call Diedushka. Hugo likes tacos. Hugo, ask your mother, does she like tacos? And finally, hey, guys, it's Josh. Call Rebecca Moore, Josh. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Imagine should if
2: should was been his like, mother. You should have said, etta, Josh. "Eta Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and the job. Yes. Uh,
3: somehow it sounds worse in
2: Russian.
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 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 it's like the good morning Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. All right.
1: It's time to get out of here. Let's dance. Damn. See you next week. It ain't smart to leave a track Cause I'll find it when I'm back Those sweat stains It ain't smart to leave a track Cause I'll find it (laughs) when I'm back
3: Okay Damn